Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, pal. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, brother. Dude, welcome back. Long time, uh, long time no pod. Yeah, the fans have been begging for it. And yeah, just a find... constant barrage. Yeah. <laughs> please, please talk for an hour. I need to hear your opinions. Yeah, a lot of people have reached out to me threatening to kill themselves if we don't start um, the podcast back up. So it's really for the good of humanity. Yeah, we... this is like our own Trevor Project or whatever it's called. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm writing this off as my off of my taxes as a charitable uh, yeah, endeavor. Yeah, I'm I'm counting on this to get me into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope it goes well. Should we it open with a prayer? Does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Levi is not here with us because we didn't invite him because he probably wouldn't have said yes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we could have like reached out and asked, but we knew in our hearts. Well, we could do it. Be... We could do it after and be like, "Hey," and then when he says no, we'll be like, "See, we tried." Yeah, we knew it. Yeah, um, he's not on the. Oh, you know what? I should have. You know, when we were talking before, and we were like, "Do we have anything that needs discussed before we start recording?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. What we should, what I should have said was yes. <laughs> and then, do you want to talk about? Because it doesn't really seem because our lawyer, lawyer of the pod, who doesn't want to be mm. named as lawyer of the pod, said it was mm. not a legally sound idea. Do you want to talk about the prank we came up with on Levi, or do you want to hold it because it's too good? Let's hold it for now, and if we don't get anything else funny in the episode, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I like that plan, and <laughs> and if you're so intrigued by this. Join our Patreon, which doesn't yeah. exist yet. But if we put out five straight episodes a week for five weeks, I will make a Patreon. And then yeah. you can hear all of our secrets. We have a lot of... Uh, do you secrets. still have all those hit like episodes that aren't posted anywhere? Yeah. So there's like a huge backlog. There of, actually is a backlog not- of very cancelable <laughs> <laughs> episodes. A lot of it's- slurs... A lot of accusations of pedophilia not against us. Yeah, it was the fucking Wild West in those episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, so that will be... I will post all those to the Patreon if we can do five eps in five weeks. Um, which I have high hopes. This feels different. This is... If you've been a fan from the beginning. Uh, so all of our family and friends. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> um, You'll know this is a third attempt at getting it going, but I feel good this time. You know, I think I've hit bottom in a way that I haven't really before. I think uh, there's a crippling sense of emptiness and loneliness in my life that's really going to shape some de- I, dedication into this. I gotta find a purpose, <laughs> and it might as well be this. <laughs> that's perfectly said. <laughs> um, yeah, for real. Um, that being said, we didn't make a docket or any <laughs> plan. No, we're not prepared. We're kind of just um, going in. Blind. I think we'll see where it takes us. Um, I know I have a few things that I'd like to discuss. Just nothing, uh, no hot takes necessarily, but just uh, some experiences I've had. Yeah, fired up. I, yeah, fired up. <laughs> What's going on? All right. Um, number one, um, just get this out of the way up top. I saw the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen last night. It was just an amazing scene. Um, I went to a concert um, mm-hmm. with one of my friends. Um, shout out Michael. I don't think he listens to the pod, uh, so he's a motherfucker. Maybe he does. I don't know. That's fucked up, dude. Hey, Michael, if you're listening to this, no, Michael, if you're, a text, if you're buddy. not listening to this, <laughs> you're, you're on notice, bitch. Yeah, for real. I'll know. <laughs> I'll remember that I said that for sure. And your ass is grass if I don't get a text. Yeah. Saying, yes, I listen to the pod. I listen religiously. Well, we're going to know who's who's real when those Patreon dollars start to not come in. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Um, 
we went to this concert. It was the New Metal Madness tour. Um, okay. And it was at this um, little venue that's just in a horrible, shitty part of town. Just a bad location. And the venue is What is like- it, Levi's house? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like a, a small little shitty venue but um, it was fun um, but I would, was looking over into the mosh pit during the show as I tend to do because I really enjoy watching that it's mm-hmm. a great a great time um, I saw the best back tattoo I have ever seen and I'm a connoisseur of shitty ba- back tattoos like mm-hmm. I collect pictures of them that I find from the internet, and I've never seen one this good in real life. It was full back on this guy. Um, The Jack Daniels logo, plus, like, everything written on the label on the bottle. Like nutrition facts and calories and all that? I mean, it would say, like, 750 milliliters or whatever, you know what I mean? Okay, so nutrition facts are written on his stomach, then? You turn him around. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, But it was awesome. It was so cool to see the dedication. It is nice to see someone who has no respect for their body in any capacity. Yeah. They just look like a fucking Chipotle bag. (laughs) For real. And to dedicate your whole back to that, like. Yeah. That's a true, respectable, alcoholic move. Yeah, there's no way that guy's into, like, clean living, right? He can't quit drinking. What's he gonna do? He's repping Jack You gotta tattoo it under your body, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's a rough one if you ever decide to stop and you're like, God, I've got all these triggers, like, um, like, literally all over my body. My Jägermeister wrist tattoos calling my name. You just wonder, like, who... I mean, what do you think the percentage of the population that has tattoos versus doesn't have tattoos is? 50-50. You think? That's my guess. If you don't count... Babies? Yeah, like, under 18. No minors. Probably a good guess. Minors do not interact. Yeah, minors do not take part in our survey. All the kids (laughs) that listen to this, all the elementary school, Uvalde, Sandy Hook, don't report your tats to us. Um... I wonder what it really is. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I've never really seen that asked in the census. I mean, I don't fill out my census for, you know, obviously moral reasons. But yeah, I've, so I've, you know, I'm not sure that it's asked, but I've never heard that they ask you if you're tatted. I don't believe they do. Well, from the demographic of this pod, you know, two of us, one's tatted, one's not. That's about 50-50. I mean, that's... I'd say we're a representative sample of the entire... Is this... We're talking U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, we're a representative sample of the U.S. population. (laughs) I don't think we're that bad Uh, of representatives. Yeah. We cover a lot of bases. We do, we do. Yeah, we really, we, I've had a lot, like, we've had some phases. Uh, We've checked a lot of boxes in the overall demographic fields. You're Um, not wrong. Having a good day because Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon mm-hmm. today after this is his first uh, Grand Slam win after being deported by the Australian federal government. And um, congrats uh, very happy. to him. Congrats to him and to you. Thank I you. Big day for us big both. Deal to you, yeah. And he's not going to be allowed in the U.S. next month because Joe Biden is a corpse uh, who's not letting unvaccinated foreigners in, even though. Uh, the vaccine doesn't stop the mild cold that is COVID-19. So uh, we live in a hellscape. And the only free Grand Slam this year was the French Open, which is a sign of the times if the French are the only people uh, being free. <laughs> so because Russians yeah. weren't allowed to play at Wimbledon. But I will say the women's winner was a Russian woman who was playing under the flag of Kazakhstan. So the women's winner is a Russian and the men's winner is an unvaccinated person. So really, a great day for civil rights. Okay, yeah. I feel it. Um, Bouncing off calling COVID a mild cold. Yeah, um, which is true. I faced one of my toughest challenges. My first boss level, I'd say, Mm -hmm. of um, no drinking. Right. Which was, uh, 
I went to a funeral for a friend's dad who passed away from COVID. Okay, well, and- okay, I, I do. Have- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to set it up like that. I said that I had a story to tell about this anyway, and I had to get you on it. <laughs> he was a great guy. Yes, yeah, um, so a sincere rest in peace. But um, so then, like after the funeral, is the um customary let's go back to my house and day drink mm-hmm. so I had to be there for support and right. um it it wasn't too bad most of the time but I did have to face um uh an old <laughs> this friend's uncle and I like the last time I saw his uncle he lives out of town we got sloshed together yeah you get on quite hammered. well with uncles yeah, and we were talking about, um, like, cannibalism all night, and, like, mm-hmm. we really um, bonded. But you would do that sober in your... I would. I yeah. would. And I have. You don't need alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's the first time I've seen him since then, and he's partying, everybody's partying, and it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't remember where I was going with this. I had, like, a specific thing I was going to talk about from that event but covid funeral day drinking drinking well i made it through without drinking we'll just leave it at that i guess just congratulations thank you (laughs) i had to uh i had to face a few people for the first time like when i walked in one of my old buddies i haven't seen in a few years like just handed me a beer i'm like no thank you i quit drinking (laughs) This is a wellness podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, if you sign up for our Patreon, there's the regular tier where you get like a bonus episode in the archive of all our like deranged episodes. And then, but then the next highest tier is you can like send me a picture of anything that's wrong on your body, and I'll tell you what vitamin you need to take. The medical advice. Yeah, um, it's the medical. It's level. the do- it's the doctor tier. Uh, or I'm the naturopath. I think I'm allowed to call myself a naturopath per state law. You have to um, put it in quotes, though. <laughs> naturopath? Natu- oh. Yeah. <laughs> the naturopath here. Yeah, you can describe any kind of ailment you have, and uh, I'm going to tell you what to do um, as long as you promise that you will not seek real medical advice over mine. Like, even if it gets bad, you have to promise you won't, like, go to the emergency room. You have to to give it, like, a fair shake. Yeah. I Like, I want to be your primary care physician. I wonder if we could call it the doctor tier if we spelled it D-O-C-T-E-R. Why? Maybe. We'll figure it out. But anyway, what I'm saying is you can pay an additional fee. And if it doesn't work, it's because you're not doing it right. Hell yeah. That's just a little... I'm I'm a businessman now, so I'm just trying to plug the Patreon because I do feel like we're going to bang out five um, consecutive um, episodes. And, you know, if we can't get together for one, then I'm just going to record an hour of me telling my opinions about vaccines. I don't endorse any of those opinions, but I respect... I respect you popping off on it. Thanks. Um, or like, or you could do an hour on cannibalism. Or, you know, we can mix it up. Or they can yeah. choose. It can be, like, Patreon's choice. If there's ever, you know, be like, do you yeah. want cannibalism or do you want health misinformation? <laughs> nice. Um, I'm somewhat of a businessman myself, too. Mm-hmm. I um, have this sweet setup where I'm able to record in my garage because I... Um, procured some equipment from a job I used to have <laughs> and I have they have a like a wi-fi hotspot oh they, shit they pay for it and I've had it for like six months Hell and then yeah. I also have a, a laptop that um I'm gonna I haven't tried to look into it yet but I'm gonna try to crack into it and reset it and fucking new laptop so score baby yeah for real <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were, like, stealing your neighbor's electricity and I was fully waiting for, like, the screen behind you to catch on fire while we were recording. <laughs> no. But I I haven't worked at this job for, like, six months and they never asked for their shit back. So I feel like at this point, it's finders keepers. Right? I feel like six months has passed the statute of limitations and finders keepers comes into effect. If I were a judge, that's what I would rule. Thank you. 
I hope that if they take me to court, we go to your courtroom. Thank you. Case dismissed. <laughs> um. So, I haven't really been paying attention to like current events or anything. Is there anything going? Um, like a bunch of shootings. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Um. Nothing really fun though. A bunch of people died. Like the yeah. Collie from The Sopranos died, and James Caan died. Uh, yeah. Um, that's gay. Big fan of Polly Walnuts. Yeah, for sure. Um, Me still have only watched half a season of The Sopranos ever. It's so good, dude. You gotta watch it. <laughs> I know, but I'm working my way through Degrassi and The Office right now. So. That's true. De- uh, Degrassi's great, yeah. Um. Yeah, this is what the people were clamoring for. They're like, you gotta get back on the mic. They want to hear what we have to say. They want to hear what we have to say. Uh, Yeah, you know, we usually do do a docket, but um, it just, you know, this idea came into fruition kind of late in the weekend. So you get what you get, you know. Dockets are for paying. Dockets are for paying members, okay? That's so true. Dude, we should do the thing where they can submit a topic if they pay, and we'll talk about it. I know a bunch of people try to confuse me by because they don't think I understand science or math, and so they'll <laughs> give like topics they don't think I'm smart enough. But I'll give an opinion anyways. What they don't know about me, I'll give an opinion with little to no information. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't phase yeah. me one bit. <laughs> yeah, I think we should defund NASA. That is my genuine opinion. It's no business what's going on on the moon or in space. Well, I think we have enough to worry about without um, going into space about it. That's exactly you know? my opinion. Why are we funding NASA? Who cares? Yeah. Plus, like, if, like, something's coming at us, like, China, like another country will see it. Yeah, China's got our back, right? For that Ooh. kind of shit. Against when is- space. <laughs> Only because they would need our military to bomb. Yeah. When has China ever not had our best interest in heart? <laughs> they went this money and stuff they make all our goods for us i mean yeah. i think they're homies they've been real kind to us as far as i'm concerned yeah they've locked the uyghurs up so they don't hurt us <laughs> <laughs> they throw all those girls in the trash because they're annoying <laughs> yeah a lot of baller moves coming out of china yeah right <laughs> Their fucking opening ceremony whenever they host the Olympics is like fucking usually very cool, dope as hell. I like how they have genuine like ten year olds in gymnastics. That is cool, and they're like, yeah. no, she's seventeen. They take advantage because they're like, no, she just looks like that because she's Chinese. She's like cute and little. Yeah, she's and just a like, cute little Chinese lady. Like, no, that's that's that is a child. Yeah, <laughs> that like that's a third grader. <laughs> Listen, the important thing is we're back at it. We're recording. We're doing work. You know, this will be one of the episodes that someone will be like, do you remember early when they were, you know? Yeah. They like that? Yeah, they didn't even know. What was going on. Yeah, before they became the, like, whatever type of podcast will become. Yeah, for real, though, why don't you submit a fucking topic if you're listening to this and you're not happy with it? Why don't you do that? What have you ever done with your life? What's your podcast called? What do you talk about? Yeah, for real. Come come out here and do it yourself. Come out here and do Get a friend, Stupid first bitch. of all, which is a tall order for a lot of you slobs <laughs> I've seen who listen to this show. Get a fucking friend, step one. When you finally manage to wrangle up someone who's willing to hang out with you, willing to talk to you, Get your broke ass to buy a computer to record it and then get over your crippling voice dysmorphia enough to post the conversation between you and your retarded friend. If you can do all that and it's somehow more coherent than this, then I'll hear what you have to say about us not being prepared and having nothing to talk about or say. But until then, cut down, dude. Yeah. Shut your white ass up and listen. (laughs) Sit your white ass down, dude. Um, but for real, you talked about the voice. That was one of my biggest struggles when we first started this podcast because I liked to uh, listen back to all the episodes to give myself a little critique. And the voice at first was 
grating. It was horrifying to hear, but I've gotten used to it. And, you know, it is what it is. When I do the editing, sometimes there's, I mean, I have a bad voice in general, but sometimes when I'm doing the editing, there's some parts where my voice cracks or gets way too high and annoying that I cut that whole section out, even if there was, like, a good joke that, like, you really like told because I'm like, I can't, I can't put this out. Um, So that's the downside to me doing the editing is that I do, I will cut around my most um, disturbing grievances with my voice, but I have, for the most part, accepted it that this is, God wanted me to sound annoying uh, for some reason, and I'll figure out what that is someday. Well, he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers, so. Yeah, and I've definitely got his toughest battles. The scoliosis. Yeah. Then knowing the truth about the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, just the burden of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. The burden of being too hot and too smart and too sweet for this world (laughs) and that's a really tough um tough situation to be in but again and my voice cracks and is annoying so you know i have my you know some people might say hey you're a you're a white woman woman in america not bad but little do they know my brain and my heart have all these struggles (laughs) yeah you're basically like the most depressed person on earth. Tell one of those black women in Kenya with a jug of water on their head or whatever to like know the truth about the vaccine and see how hard that is. Tell her while yeah. she's like carrying that jug up a hill trying to feed her like 12 kids that, you know, knowing what Fauci's done in the past and not being able to get anyone to listen to you is just as hard. <laughs> This is not a this is not an anti-vax podcast. Well, it, it's half an anti-vax podcast. We're fair and balanced around here. Yeah, we are. Like when people say they're fair and balanced, they don't mean it because they don't have two people on either side saying no. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. For real though, it was so funny when I started off and I wasn't anti-vax. I was just anti-this vax, and then I just slowly became actually anti-vax. <laughs> To yeah. the point where it's like, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I'm an anti-vaxxer now. Are you still, um, for the listener, I'll just intro this before I ask you. Um, Claire and I had had a conversation about rabies um, mm-hmm. being um, nearly 100%, like with what, like one exception, 100% fatal. Yeah. Um, by the time symptoms are shown with the cure being the vaccine mm-hmm. right it's like a shot they give you um, i am i'm still so, pro i'm still pro rabies vaccine pro i think, rabies it's, vaccine? I right. think it's an exemplary uh vaccine that shows what science can be when put to good use of an actual problem which is that rabies is like almost 100 percent fatal um yeah. and the cool fun, funny thing about the rabies vaccine is that it's almost inverse of the covid vaccine in both fatality rate uh rabies is like 99.9 percent fatal covid's like 99.99% survival and the vaccine for rabies works 100% of the time. Vaccine for COVID works 0% of the time. <laughs> so um it's good that uh yeah, I'm pro rabies vaccine. I wish I think that's a good one. They should do more like them, but they don't seem to be on it. They seem to be well, you know, pitsing around taking photos of themselves in their lab coats and being uh being on the internet crying, but that's what well, you get like, when you let women in the workforce, I guess. W- were women in the workforce when the rabies vaccine was developed? Were women allowed to be doctors? I mean, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here and say no, they weren't. That was. Um, I'm just going to point out. I'm not going to say the research when men were doing the vaccine, and then now all of a sudden we've got fake diseases. We have fake vaccines. I mean, it all goes back say, to what are we doing? It's crazy how much dick riding has been done for big pharma since the vaccines came out when like those corporations and the people that run them are known to be some of the most evil people to ever exist (laughs) like those companies are just like satanic like purely evil no the sacra family they're good people uh (laughs) i like i like that gas is seven dollars and we're sending billions of dollars to ukraine um while the middle class is being eroded and starved i think that's good 
I think it's good that inflation's at like sixteen percent, and um, Novak Djokovic isn't is being treated like a weapon of mass destruction uh, because he might show up with the sniffles. I think these yeah. are all good things, and um, I I like having a corpse for president. I think it's good. I think it sends the right message. Um, no, no, no notes from me is what I say about the American political system. I'll add on, um, I'm loving the opioid crisis. Yes, I... me as well. Which also the Sackler family had nothing to do with and Big Pharma. Yeah. Um, you know, they've just they've just tried to help this whole time. <laughs> That's another one where China's kind of come in clutch with, um, like, there's like, they got pretty strict about, um, like, legally being able to get opioids and, mm-hmm. like, Chinese fentanyl is like, you can like buy it and i don't know how they get it here i don't know the details but um i've heard that china's big fentanyl um manufacturer and it gets over here and fucking kills people so um once again big ups to thank you big ups to china they saw we had a problem with the homeless population and they said let's put fentanyl in all their shit and clean up the streets put it to an end yeah i mean the chinese have always had our even when our president and our leaders are incapacitated due to dementia or some other horrific disease of the brain, um, which eroded a guy who was already a retard at full capacity, um, they, you know, when we have no leader, they say, "Hey, someone needs to solve that problem. Look at all the look at all those tent cities." And so they say, hey, "Here's some fentanyl for you guys. Here, yeah, take it. You need it more than we do." <laughs> And we we throw half our girls in the trash can <laughs> when they're born. So, you know, maybe consider that. Could nip half this in the bud. <laughs> oh, Roe versus Wade. I guess we could talk about that. That happened um, oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I was kind of happy to see um, how many people after that happened fuck the democratic party because a lot of people have been dick riding them too even though they haven't done shit for us in forever i've been old enough to remember at least yeah i don't know what the last cool thing they did was like people say oh the affordable care act like boo the affordable care act sucks ass yeah i tried to get um i recently turned 26 and so i got kicked off my parents insurance Mm -hmm. um and I tried to buy, because I can't afford the one through my work, it's too expensive, um, so I tried to buy, like, a catastrophic plan, because, you know, you're allowed to do that if you're under 30 and you make under a certain amount, and because you have to go through the government now to get catastrophic health care, um, Marketplace used to be you could get it from some places for, like, 20 bucks a month. Now, the cheapest one is $215, which is more expensive than my works so now that the government is involved i literally cannot have health insurance so that's that rules thank you obama for the affordable care act um if i if anyone harms me in any way or i get appendicitis or one of my juice cleanses backfires i will send you the bill i would like to um give a real shout out here not that you know not that we weren't being genuine that was so genuine but um i'd like to give a real shout out to ohio for doing medicaid expansion not every state has it but since i'm poor as shit i can get medicaid and medicaid fucking rules dude i'm off the medicare for all train i think everybody should have medicaid because i have everything's free it's free i get vision dental um prescriptions doctor's visits i don't have to pay shit the downside Wait, isn't medicaid is, for old people and medicare no medicare is for old people and medicaid is for poor people okay um so um the only shitty part is i have to stay poor but i was doing that anyway at least for a yeah, little while like, you were doing I, that for free so you might I, as well get some doctor's visits yeah, out of it for sure for sure <laughs> I am not allowed to be on that because I have a job and they're like, well, you should be able to pay for your health insurance. It's like, well, when gas is seven bucks, I can't. Yeah, it's you have to be so poor to like be able to have it. Like when I applied, I didn't have a job. So I had to that's the secret sauce. And they they make you um, 
report all your assets. Like I, at the time owned my car, I don't own a car now, but I owned my car. So I had to like report that and like the value of it and everything. And like, if you like have shit, that's too valuable when you have Medicaid, you can't get it. Or when you're trying to get Medicaid, you can't, you can't get the coverage if you have, like if you have a house or whatever, they're like, you should sell your house to pay for your health care. Which is great. That's a good rule. Um, it's a, a perfect system. Uh, yeah, Obama nailed it again. Um, yeah, but I mean, they should just give everybody Medicaid with no like um, requirements for enrollment. Like, I just want to be able it, to see my naturopath. The woman who sends out newsletters every month saying the vaccine will kill you and that there's too much mercury in the water. Um, uh, that's who I want to be able to go see, and I want I you know, I think that's my right. But um, so wait, once they find out that you have a hit podcast, they'll take away your health insurance. Yeah, I mean, because it's too valuable. Yeah, I mean, by the time, yeah, but I don't. Uh, by the time they Biden gets wind of this, you're you're yanked. Yeah. I'll have to give it up in exchange for the fame and glory of a hit <laughs> podcast. Um, I'll have to give up all my free healthcare perks. Yeah. Um, like but, not dying. <laughs> and I'll see. We'll see if it's worth it when the time comes. I'm sure it'll be soon. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's great when you know, uh, the richest country in the world. Uh, you can't see a doctor and uh, when you do see a doctor they're wrong or they put you on a ventilator that kills you these are all great things um uh great things in a great country that makes a lot of sense and i'm i'm you know we're all good here so it's good that all our money is going to ukraine i'm happy that i paid for that yeah yeah we don't need it we don't need it here at all like just send it to someone that can use it that's what i've been saying like you know take more of it honestly i don't know what we're gonna do with all the money we have yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I can't afford uh, groceries anymore. I've cut back on groceries, so it's uh, yeah. But as long as the Ukrainians have bombs, that's good. Yeah, they're giving them to like <laughs> all the fucking Nazis there on the front lines. It's like good. all these like far right swastika. Um, I know. Like yeah, like it's like the up, one like... time the left does not care at all about Nazis. Yeah. It's like I'm sorry, you call me a Nazi all day online. <laughs> And then this actual Nazi, you're like, dude, well, he needs a fucking machine gun. It's very funny. He needs it to defend himself against Putin. Yeah. I mean, Putin's wild for going in there, I think. I mean, I can't speak on the issue too much because I won't pretend to know a lot about Russia or Ukraine. But um, it's wild to go in there. But, like, I just don't see... Why we would need to get involved? Like, it, yeah, maybe there's a good reason that I don't there's know, not. but I haven't heard one. And <laughs> there's not a good reason. The reason is Joe Biden's crackhead son has too many ties there, and so they had to go in there and fuck everything up. Um, I'm waiting for the laptop from hell, Hunter Biden's laptop, to get some press. Um, I don't know if you've been following. He like there's pictures on there of him like. Or, like, texts from his niece. He's essentially, like, molesting his niece. Or was. Which is, like, is anyone gonna ask him or Joe about that? Or does anyone in the media who has access to this, is anyone gonna bring that up? No, they're not. That he was showering with his, like, 13-year-old niece? Does anyone care? No, everything's chill. Okay. I just wanted to check. I don't know why you would even bring it up. That's all cool. (laughs) I'm the pervert. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't be saying such things and thinking about such things honestly yeah she seems fine (laughs) she's moved on obviously extremely disgusting (laughs) um she gave him a foot job oh no it's really gross um (laughs) but (coughs) excuse me i have covid no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i still never tested positive hear something wild yeah i don't know if i want this to air or not because it really makes me sound crazy um that's okay but i'll just say it and we'll see how it goes okay um i was sick one day Mm -hmm. and i was like i definitely fucking have covid Mm -hmm. and so i went tests and it was the day i had to work and we have 
at-home test. So I took one and it was negative. And then I was like, I think it should be positive. So I'm just going to say that it was positive. Like, and then I get fucking five days to relax. Yeah. Have it. But for some reason, I just had the intuition thinking I was, I really had it. But I was like, maybe not. I feel like false negatives aren't that common. But I definitely did have COVID because my parents both tested positive. Um, and then I lost my fucking taste and smell. So I, but I didn't test positive and I just told everyone, I was like, I tested positive. My parents were like, well, I guess we have to take tests. And then they test positive. And I was like, that's crazy, dude. Cause I tested negative, but I didn't say that. Yeah. It's almost like the testing was a complete scam and it didn't work either. Almost like that. Um, yeah, if I, I wouldn't have lied, I would have just gone out there with COVID. So really my own craziness and desire to have five days on quarantine to not have to deal with any other human beings. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it served me well in the end because I don't want to be that person that's out there fucking spreading I do. a disease. I don't think it's very cool or chill, but I mean... I think people have really fucked up their immune systems by being pussies and, like, hiding in their houses. So I'm trying to, like, when when I'm not, if I'm not feeling 100%, I try to get out there, shake things up. I try to say hi to a lot of people um, because they need to beef up their immune systems because they were, you know, being gay and hiding. And, you know, that's just not the way life is meant to be lived. You got to get the germs in there. So um, I try to do my part and, you know, really um, get close to people. I will and... say I, I've um, seen a lot of, seen or heard of a lot of people who took, like, lockdown more seriously than I did. Like, when they came back out, they're getting sick and stuff. But yeah, I know they're getting locked... fucked up because it's I... completely unnatural to, like, for two years isolate yeah. yourself. I never locked down and I shared, I smoked weed with a thousand strangers during that time period. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I was I know, Of course loose. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> fast and loose with who I was sharing stuff with yeah I was sharing drinks with strangers in like March and April of 2020 like I that's yeah I you know I I gotta be me yeah dude I have to live my life and I never started washing my hands more than I normally do either like no I started washing them less because I wanted COVID yeah and I don't do the 20 seconds or whatever I've never, or I've never, like, when they were telling you, like, songs to sing, I was like, I do a quick in out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't always, I don't always wash my hands if I'm just at my house. I do, but because it's just ingrained in me, but it's, it's not always, I'm deluding myself to say that I always do, because it's not always a wash. It's really more of a rinse. A little rinse. A little rinse. That's what I do in public bathrooms. I don't like to touch too much stuff. Sometimes I feel like I'm cleaner if I just try to not touch anything. Yeah, I think, okay, like, keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing good's coming from this bathroom. Yeah. Time to go back to my food, which I'm eating with my hands. Yeah, for sure. I'm and like putting it in my, my mouth. Yeah. At the end of my meal. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. Been there. Again, this is a public health and wellness podcast. (laughs) This is official medical advice. I am a natural doctor. Are you allowed to say, can we, do we have to say parody after? You know what I mean? (laughs) What about homeopath? Is that a protected title, do you think? Mm, Maybe not. That might be good. You could spell it like homeopath, like my homie. Just like change. Oh, the word. I like you know that. I mean? Yeah, homeopath. Yeah. Or homopath. Gay. <laughs> I have a lot of gay advice. Um. Yeah, I like homeopath. Um. And again, for an extra fee, I'll, any medical problem you have or life problem you have, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you should do. We should start like a Dear Abby style corner where people write in to give us advice and I give them the worst advice they could ever imagine. 
Yeah, I think that would be good because then people would hear it and they'd be like, well... The opposite of I that. Can at least, I can at least come up with something better than that. Like, yeah, it'd be on. like a good way to get people to become self-reliant. Yeah. You know? We'd be like, okay, well, that's none of that, obviously. <laughs> yes, I might have to figure this one out on my own. Yeah, they'd be like, okay, well, I, I could take a few steps that are in the opposite direction of that and be in a better place. So maybe I'll do yeah. do what I can there. And, you know, so I subtly manipulate people into realizing they're not, their own inactions have been what's killing them and that they've known the real answer all along. I think, yeah, I think you and I would be really good at giving people terrible advice. I've always said that's our greatest (laughs) strength is giving people horrific advice. I think that's what everyone's always said our greatest skill is. is Then they should, they're two people who if you look at their lives in absolutely no way shape or form should they be telling anyone what direction to head in so i mean yep. if I'm, you if you have a problem please dm us write us yeah because we are we have solutions we're ready to give them i'm always ready to give my opinion for real instead of dear abby it'd be like dear something else yeah (laughs) good one (laughs) (laughs) yeah name to come (laughs) bro at that concert i went to last night went out for a quick uh smoke break on the patio and we ran into this um drunk guy who just really started talking and didn't stop and he was talking about how he works with horses and he was like yeah and horses they just love to die <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean he's like i think they- he might have a cell levi relationship with the horses if you're picking up what i'm putting down he said they're so fragile they love to die is this true of horses i guess i don't know anything about them I don't think so. I've never heard that they love to die. Bro, I think you're a bad horse handler. (laughs) Yeah. I've never heard that they're like... In fact, the phrase I've heard frequently is healthy as a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Which so true. Which does not (laughs) imply that they love to die. But I had to bite my tongue when he said that because I wanted to ask him but i just people don't take kindly to these types of questions but i just i'm like uh, what kind of questions like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) no my question was more like okay you have a dead horse you're gonna eat the meat like what's horse meat taste like are you eating horse meat (laughs) i'm interested yeah i wouldn't take kindly to that question either not many would but i'm the horse is already dead Aren't you curious about a horse burger? (laughs) You don't want to know what it tastes like? For the billionth time, I'm not curious what anything tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have no... I don't understand that at all. Like, you wouldn't just want one bite to Literally, no. (sighs) That's so wild to me. Like, I've, there's so many things that aren't even, like, extravagant that I've never tried and tasted, and I'm totally fine with never trying them. Like, I've never had cottage cheese. What? <laughs> cottage cheese is pretty good. I guess you don't eat dairy. Yeah, so, like, I'll never know now. Yeah, it's not worth it to eat dairy. Like, dairy's not, dairy's not it, but, um... If you ever, for some reason, get back on the dairy train, you should try a little bite. It's pretty interesting taste. I don't, I don't think I will get on the dairy train unless, like, maybe I go to a foreign country where, like, all the dairy is from happy animals who don't die. Yeah. And it's, respect. like, a private farm. And But, yeah, I don't ever see myself well, watching cottage cra- cheese. It's crazy to assume that the um, energies and the, like, spiritual state of animals, like, don't stay with the like meat you know what i mean i feel yeah, like it totally does and the, dairy. the negative like energy 
sticks around and poisons us. Yeah, that's why I say, like, I would only ever have, like, dairy if I could see that the cows are, like, not far. It was just, like, someone's private, like, land, you know? And they're like, oh, we have, like, milk and cheese for ourselves. And I'd be like, oh, from, like, a happy, like, a pet as opposed to, like, a farm. But, like, yeah, no, the dairy and the meat, in terms, also, like, yeah, it's spiritually evil. And you're going to absorb all that, all those demons and whatever hormones they injected it with. Well, yeah, there's obviously it's like poisonous to you physically, but like. Yeah, that's why like kids are hitting puberty at like 10. Yeah, for real. So all the fucking hormones and like milk. Um, You, this was a while ago, this story, but you do, you run into a lot of strange people and um. You should tell that story about, like, um, the movie you were watching and that crazy guy. About, like, a, like, a taxidermist. Yeah, I watched a movie. You want to hear the plot of the movie? Um, the whole thing about the, the, the crazy neighbor and the unmarked DVD and what that DVD was. Yeah, so my friend has this neighbor that's, like, an old man, and he, like, (laughs) is just, this guy's on his own plane of existence, and (laughs) sometimes you get a glimpse into his world, and it's beautiful, Um, and I've never even had the pleasure of meeting him, like, every time I go over there, I try to stand out on his patio and smoke cigarettes and, like, attract him over, but he never comes, (laughs) but, um... He's just a very interesting guy. I don't know really what to um, specifically say about him. I'm trying to think of some examples. Of- um, well, you told me about him, like, knocking on your friend's door and telling him that he had sex yesterday. And your friend being like, oh, okay, cool. And then the guy was, like, in my mind. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but tell him about the unmarked DVD he gave your friend. Yeah, it was just, like, a random DVD, and it was, like, yeah, unmarked, and... uh, I would never, I just want to interject and say I would never in a million years take an unmarked video from this man and actually watch it. Like, that's, like, it could have been, like, the ring video. (laughs) Like, It, like, curses you, it brainwashes you (laughs) to think about the world like he does. Yeah, like, it's Samara crawling out of the well, and you're like, fuck, now I'm this crazy guy. You're fucking full QAnon, like. (laughs) 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 That's how they've been getting people, these fucking DVDs that curse you. (laughs) We should look into that theory that the the girl from the ring is, like, distributing a videotape that's making people QAnon. (laughs) I think, I mean, I haven't found a better explanation of why yeah. people are so into that. I mean, I guess, like, QAnon was, like, the whole Pizzagate thing, right? Well, they're different. Pizzagate's real. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, but did QAnon, like, didn't, like, break that story? No. Or, like, like, QAnon was just, like, yeah, Pizzagate's real, which everyone with brain already knew. Didn't believe the narrative that it wasn't. Yeah. But QAnon was, like, he was the one who was saying, like, Trump's our savior and he's gonna, like, arrest, like, Hillary Clinton and the, uh, Soros's and, uh, the Podesta's for pedophilia. Yeah, and there's, like, some shit about how Trump was really the 19th president or some shit because some of these presidencies have been illegitimate throughout the years and there's, like, a whole, like, lore about all these presidencies and stuff. Like, Yeah, I don't really know much of the QAnon thing. That was, um... As much as people like to say that I'm a nut, that was never, I was never a QAnon girl. Um, yeah. But, uh, anywho, uh, I think QAnon just posted or he's back or something, right? I heard he was back. I don't even know what he posts on. Is it 4chan? I think that it is. I've never, like, tried to look up any of his posts or stuff. Um, the ones that I've, like, seen, like, quoted or whatever in different places seem, like, just super weird and cryptic. Like, it's definitely just some dude. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand the appeal. Wasn't there some guy in, like, a Guy Fox mask or something? Was that Q or, like, saying a bunch of stuff? Like, was that Q or was that someone else? No, that was, like, anonymous. Doesn't anonymous Oh, yeah, anonymous. That? And, like, it was, like, something about, like, WikiLeaks or something. And he was saying all these things. 
I don't know. He just goes by anonymous, that guy, right? It's a group. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're called anonymous. I mean, say some shit that's about to happen or shut up, you know? Yeah, for real, where are our predictions? And, yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, so anyway, this DVD, it was oh, yeah. this movie from, like, I don't remember what country it was from, but it was called Taxidermia, and it had, um... Just to clarify, this is a foreign film, but no subtitles, correct? <laughs> that was the point that I was about to say. Oh, sorry. Thank you. It's um in Hungarian, I think. <laughs> and... It's, um, it was about this guy who was, like, a nasty pervert, and he was, like, fucking this hole in this dirt cabin, and anyway, he was just this pervert, and he was, like, I think this was during, like, World War II or something like that, and he, like, lived on this farm, and he was, like, fucking his, the farm the farmer's wife and also like this just anything he could get his hands on <laughs> like <laughs> carcasses and stuff it was really gross and then he shot a flame out of his dick and I still don't understand honestly whether that was like a supernatural like power that he had or like some sort of contraption he had built but like a flame shoots out of his dick mm-hmm. and that's one of the first signs that, that is like a cryptic this... image from the ring video like <laughs> yeah that's like one of the first signs that like this movie's a little unhinged and um then what happens next the wife the farmer's wife has a baby that i think i assume like this is just all I mean, I, there's no subtitles <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this is just what I, I got from seeing it just watching it play out but I cannot understand what was happening um none of the dialogue really hit for me um the farmer's wife has a baby I think it's this guy's and it's born with this pigtail and the farmer like comes in with these like clippers and just snips the tail off it's really fucking nasty to see and then that baby grows up to be a professional um, eater. Like, <laughs> of, like, they have these eating competitions. I think it's, like, amount of food and time based. Um, yeah, competitive eating, I guess, is what that's called. Um, and he's, like, a, a star of competitive eating. And he... Um, has this like girlfriend I think but then his like homie's trying to get in on his girl too um so there's a weird dynamic there but then his girlfriend gets pregnant and everything and then they like are on and she's a competitive eater too <laughs> and they're on like a <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is so <laughs> they they're just like having this day at the beach and then all of a sudden there's just this guy on the boat and he like calls over to them like they're like both like big people and just this is what I assume the scene seemed so random like they were just having a party like or having a great day out and then this guy on the boat is like hey fatso's like entertain us and they're like having this boat party and they like he's watching them shovel down all this food it's like beans or some shit I don't know all the food that they ate looked disgusting <laughs> and <laughs> it was just wild um so then that there's like a a cut and the, the next scene um the white the girlfriend or whatever is long gone she like divorced the guy or died or something and then that competitive eater she's just not is, in the movie anymore 
You don't what? know what happened. She's just not in the movie anymore, and you don't know what they happened. They probably said. They probably said. You're right, but you don't it. speak Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was addressed, but I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> um, and that competitive eater is like he weighs like 1,500 pounds, and there's like some crazy like prosthetics and stuff they use for this guy's huge gut. He just sits in this chair, and then his son takes care of him. His son's, like, a super fucking weird freak, and he's into taxidermy, <laughs> and he, 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 like, is super creepy, in my opinion. I don't know what he was saying, but it seemed creepy to, like, the checkout lady at the local grocery store. Like, he was going in there a lot to, like, hit on her and just, like, look at her with creepy eyes. Um, <laughs> and, um... I don't know if they're, like, chocolate bars or, like, protein bars or what, but, like, his dad eats these, these like, bars or whatever, and he leaves the wrapper on. Like, he's just a fat, disgusting loser. <laughs> and then, like, he's, like, <laughs> has these cats set up in his cage across from him. Like, across from the spot where he sits because he can't move. He sits there all the time. And they're, like, huge feral cats, and they're you can tell they're mean and <laughs> i don't really know and they're bit they're big cats like they were huge i don't know if it was special effects or if they just got huge cats for this or what but <laughs> the cats were much larger than any cat i've seen um and so um the son's like taking care of the cats he's in the cage like cleaning up and the dad's yelling at him like I don't know what for, obviously. They get in an argument, and the son's like, fine, fuck you. <laughs> and he, like, slams the cage door, but it doesn't latch, but he doesn't notice that. So he leaves, and then who knows how much time passes. <laughs> because I don't... I wasn't comprehending everything that happened in the movie. So mm -hmm. they could have... It could have been indicated, but like, you know, a few hours to a few later the son returns um to check on his dad and the cats have um <laughs> eaten a hole into his stomach and like his intestines are all out and everything and um so then the son is like i fuck i have to taxidermy him it's the only thing to do <laughs> so he taxidermies him it's crazy and then the son's like well there's only one thing left to do now and he builds this device that um enables him to taxidermy his own body like so he um you know does it all and then he has his like one arm he's been working with and like that's the only thing not taxidermied except his head because he has to you know like use his brain and everything so like the final like piece on the um, machine that he built was to chop his head and his arm off since they didn't get to be taxidermied um, and then the final scene is the taxidermy dad and son's body um, on display like at an art gallery and it's like this fancy event that all these people are at like observing these cool like taxidermy people um and there's like you see like Dong like fifty times in this movie, and what an absolutely know. insane movie to just give your neighbor. <laughs> I'm glad he did because I had a great time watching it. I <laughs> I'd watch it again. I'm gonna tell my coworker, like you know how like a coworker will just randomly be like, "Oh, you should like watch Yellowstone," or like you've never really talked at all. And it's like, why the fuck yeah. are you recommending me something? I'm gonna do that, but like with this movie, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay," and then they'll never message me again. That's so funny. All right, well, and that I think is time. And again, yeah, we didn't have a lot of things to talk about this episode, but. Hey, we're back, and maybe next week will be better. And if you have something you want us to talk about before we get the Patreon set up, which that will be a paid feature, so enjoy this freebie while it lasts, 
you can DM Emily or I, and we'll think about it. Yeah. We might. That's true. <laughs> we'll definitely address any uh, any topics you want to hear about. I don't know about any topics. There's just some things I don't want to fucking talk about. We'll, we're, we'll address them. Yeah, I'll say no. Next. We'll say, here's a topic. Here's a topic we from the in- stupidest person I know. Bleep. And then uh, it'll be a topic I don't want to talk about. I'll be like, and that's stupid, so I'm going to skip it. You go Beep. on like a personal rant against that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of addressing the topic. So feel free to... <laughs> <laughs> send us suggestions and we definitely won't make personal attacks about your life and shortcomings (laughs) and record them and put it out on the internet (laughs) for anyone to listen to uh okay well i feel like that's uh good night good night